it through another week. It seems like it's been more than a week. Every day of 2020 oh, is more than a single day. That's what it is. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> you are listening to the Prayer and Push-Ups podcast, podcast uh, for healthy living of the mind, body, and soul. My name is Ben Tulugan. I am here with Neil, the giant Ginger Maxwell, and welcome to the gym, or gyms. I keep forgetting. We're in in two separate gyms right now because Mm -hmm. we are social distancing. So welcome to the gyms. Um, We are thrilled (laughs) that you're joining us today. But uh, we are recording this the day after the end of Independence Day weekend. Um, So, Neil, how was last week for you real quick and brief and uh where we want we want to get into this topic but we want to catch up here good. So how was last week for you good 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 warm mm. but good toasty just, yes yeah just i mean uh um i'm glad my gym is in my basement because it's cooler down here and yeah. it makes exercising tolerable um and heat doesn't necessarily have to be a factor although Man, a couple of days I had, to worry, I had to make sure I got some extra water because cramping. <laughs> mm. It was so hot. Um, but no, it was a good week. It was a good week and uh, a fun time with the family this past weekend. So Good. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? Same. Uh, prayer was a little bit rougher over the weekend just because of less sleep and everything else. Um, mm. But uh, exercising did get it in. Uh, barely on the on the fourth, I had to get in an evening run just to do something because it had been a very busy day. But mm-hmm. felt good to get out and run. Very humid, very buggy. But yeah, uh, otherwise week went well. Enjoyed time with friends and family, and lots of barbecuing, lots of smoked meat, and uh, <laughs> other items that you make on a grill or a smoker or something that's cooked outdoors. So yeah, it was good. Lots of fun. Nice. But yeah, 4th of July, there's no lack of protein. No, no. There was brats, burgers, and everything you could think of galore. So yeah, it was good. It was very good. Very tasty. Um, that's good. And yeah, it was very, it was a fun feast time. And then today I was snapped back into reality and had to start hitting the, the proper eating regimen. And um, yeah, yeah, getting all that done. But uh, we are we are going to keep the... Oh, I do need to ask you, though, quick, before we move into the... Did you utilize the heat this last week to wear your children out? <laughs> uh, sure, but, like, it definitely doesn't work. Like, it... The... the, the their energy systems and their adaptivity to the heat is a lot higher threshold than mine. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so but I'm like, just saying... It, I had to nap too yesterday, but I mean, we get the kids outside and they're, they're running around. Like we, we were at some friends, they have a pool. So that was kind of nice um, to be able to have a, this kind of a private pool to just dip in on a very hot day. Um, but, uh, you know, sitting out in that sun, it just kind of saps your energy out. It takes a little longer for them than it does for us. But for the most part, we were sitting and not doing as much running and letting them do the majority of the running. And by nap time, uh, especially yesterday, by nap time, oh, my gosh, he was just gone. So. Nope. No, nope. it doesn't work. work that, no? It doesn't okay. work there for us. Our kids That's are. That's unfortunate. 
uh, resilient, athletic, and well, well hydrated, I guess. Cause like, Oh, um, no, cause we'll go on family bike rides and take them to the park and stuff like that. And then it'll tucker, you know, me out a lot and take a lot more out of me than it would take out of the kids. See, um, this is why we have to work out as a, as grown men and fathers mm-hmm. to keep up with our children. But anyway, well, I mean, that's the thing is I was, well, we have the bike carrier, right? And so it's the bike carrier. So it's, you know, they're out in the heat, but they're just sitting there and mm-hmm. I'm pulling the bike. So I don't know, maybe it's that. That's the flaw um, right there. That's the flaw in your plan. <laughs> You're working and they're sitting. That's backwards. Ah, uh, but it's so good. But. It's so good. It's great <laughs> exercise. And I like biking. It is. Anyways. All right. So, so what is the topic for this evening? Yeah. So our, our workout for today is because of Independence Day, 4th of July, uh, this is something that is on everyone's minds around this time of year in the United States, especially, uh, and that is freedom. Mm-hmm. And what is it? We, we talk about how we fought for it. We talk about how the flag stands for it. We talk about how we have it in this country. And that's what the United States is supposed to be is this free country. And I really question how many of us truly know what freedom really is. Uh, in in the 19, or yeah, 1970s, I forget what year exactly it was, but uh, John Paul II, Pope John Paul II came and visited U.S. soil for the first time. And he was greeted as he got off the plane by then President Ronald Reagan. So it was late 70s. <clears throat> and uh, I want to say 76, but don't quote me on that. Anyway, Ronald Reagan greets John Paul II saying, welcome to the home of the free. And John Paul II's response was, but free for what? And so that's what we want to talk about a little bit here today is what are we free for? What, what is this freedom that we are, we're talking about and how do we utilize it? So freedom, again, John Paul II then clarifies for us what freedom should be. And that is freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want, but the ability to do what you ought. Or to paraphrase, it's not the ability, it's, it's not you just running willy-nilly doing whatever. It's you having the freedom to do what's right. It's you having the ability to do what is right. Mm-hmm. Now we have to figure out how do we know what is right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's where we really run into a hiccup is, okay, what's right? Right based, right based on who? Who decides what's right? Yeah, I mean that's kind of the problem we have in our country currently. Is it is, is who decides what's right and wrong, and and uh, how do we determine best course of action and what's moral and what's you know immoral and all that jazz? And it's just, I think you know, once you have, if you have no God in that answer to that question, all you're left with is politic, right? And that's why you know so many people are going nuts because they're politics become their core identity rather mm-hmm. than who they are as a child of God. Yep. So their, po- their politics, their sexuality, their um, skin color, their gender are all these things that, that they base who they are off of, which they can have an effect, but they aren't you. They're a part of you, but they're not you. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And I think, like, one of the things that 
you know, we talk about is, you know, being created in the image and likeness of God Mm -hmm. and how, um, like who we are is related to whose we are and how, um, the image of God is damaged in a certain way by like sin and original sin and Christ comes to, um, restore that image of God and be, because he is the image of God. So he is the model by which we are then remade, remade through his graces, um, to, 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 and, and remade uh, back to what was originally intended, but even more so even like glorified. And so I think that the freedom for question has a lot to depend on like, what is God's will for your life? Yeah. And well, you know, and obviously we aren't going to be able to tell everyone, this is what God wills for your life specifically. Or anyone. (laughs) Right. 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 Well, yeah. Sorry. Everyone by those who are, you know, everyone listening. Uh, But yeah, we, we can't, half the time we can't figure it out for ourselves. So um, much less anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not here to tell you what God, what God has laid out specifically for your life, but we can, you know, speak to some of the, the general truths of who God created us as humans to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Christ tells us in Matthew that we are to, if we, if we want to follow him, if we want to do what's right and we want to follow him, we want to use this freedom that he has released us from the bonds of sin. He has released us through his death to, to follow him. Uh, we are no longer slaves to sin, but if we want to follow him, he says we have to take up our cross. Hmm. This isn't something as simple, and, and even yesterday, uh, the reading at Mass was about uh, his burden being, his yoke being easy and his burden being light. <laughs> and, but it's still a yoke and it's still a burden. It's not, here, come follow me and I'll relieve all your pressure. It's, it's, I'll give you a, an amazing life. It's take up your cross, take on this burden, and follow me it's not going to be easy he says it's going to be hard he says this world is, has hated me so it's going to hate you so it, it's a sacrifice that needs to be made in order to follow him in his sacrifice he calls us mm-hmm. to be a part of that and to follow him in that it's not just about saying, yes, I believe Jesus is Lord, and then going off and doing, again, whatever you want. It's about mm-hmm. taking up your cross, making that sacrifice, and following him. And that's what we are drastically missing in this world, is right now everyone is so focused on themselves. We're, we're lacking this thing in our culture where we actually take up a cross, where we take on a sacrifice and live for something bigger than ourselves. Or, I mean, it's just the wrong thing to live for. Cause I think like, what is it? Like people, you know, they're taking up the cause to take down statues. <laughs> Some for very, strange and unknowable reasons um and 
they're, you know, you know, what is it? They see them as like visible signs of oppression or something mm-hmm. to the extent or like, but they um, could be spending their, like, I don't want to say something like Judas, like they could be spending their time focusing on something better. Like if material inequality is the thing that you're trying to fix, you could be doing something that's actually productive rather than attacking like signs and symbols or whatever, like something that actually materially helps someone uh, out of poverty. Yeah. Um, Rather, rather than, rather than burning places to the ground, why not try to make it so that the people in those neighborhoods can have the funds to better utilize those places to provide for their families? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're in, I think it's, it's kind of one of those things in like you want to uh, be the change in the world you want to be the change in the world you want to see. Um, yeah. So if you want, you know, fair and ethical business practices and non-discriminatory policy, like do that, like yeah, live that in a, in a certain way. And I think, in the same way, um, I think Catholics can become very focused on, I don't know if you, you, you probably don't, you don't go on like Catholic Twitter that much. Um, no. <laughs> there's a lot of infighting on very silly things. And I think a lot of headache and heartache would be saved um, if people just focus on living whatever is good and virtuous in their own life and just focusing more on conforming their lives to God in a a certain way. (laughs) What's funny is this isn't even a spiritual or a religion, religious based uh, or religious only approach. I mean, this is, if you go listen to pretty much any motivational speaker or anyone who's trying to help motivate people to, to make something of their life, they're going to tell you the only person you can control is you. Yeah. The only person that you can change is you. And if you want to make a change in the world, the first place you have to look to make that change is in yourself. Yeah. And so I guess that's, that's really what this whole podcast is about living healthy physically and spiritually is about making those changes in our own lives and being different, being a light, not being like everyone else who's out there because that just blends in. But and I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, but I mean that's the whole the the whole slogan, if you will, of living intentionally. That's what this is about: is is making intentional decisions to move towards who God has created us to be, to make those sacrifices, to take up that cross and to properly live out our freedom. So I think the, in, in, in order to avoid becoming like um, a gospel of prosperity or 
to become motivational speakers that are just like super self-helping. I think, Motivated. I, I yes, I because like the because I think that the um, like the amount that we can like the amount that we are able to control ourselves and remake ourselves. Like we don't have absolute self-determinism. I don't want to be like stoic Ubermenches mm-hmm. who say that you could do all things. <laughs> right. And, and only you can do only so much in accordance with your nature. And we got to realize that our nature has, is in need of like healing and has, is, is mm-hmm. finite and limited and broken because of sin and, is in continual need of that renewal and that graces and won't be like, and only won't, will not be brought to its absolute perfection until the second coming of Christ. And I, the, the, the reason politic and kind of motivational speakers are so popular is they want the world, like they, they want to, I don't know, sell, sell, sell something in, in as much as like, we can make heaven on earth in a certain Mm -hmm. way. Like we can be perfect here. Um, And like I tell my kids that I work with, look at what they're trying to do with technology. Like they're trying to use technology as the means by which to escape the bounds of human reality of like our own finite limitations, stuff like that. And, and I even say like, even if you could, you know, somehow make yourself technologically immortal, or whatever, mm-hmm. or, you know, download your brain into a computer like yeah. Elon Musk has joked about. Um, yeah. Eventually you'll reach the heat death of the universe, right? So you'll just be inevitable yeah. heat death of the universe. So like you can live for a very, 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 very long time, but you can't live forever. Right. And there's a question of that quality. At least not, of not in this mortal realm. <laughs> yes. And there's a question of that quality of life is because like, life is suffering like what Mm -hmm. when christ comes and shows us what the fullness of life is he shows it on the cross yeah so like it's still a burden like it's still like we his yoke is still a burden yeah so there's still like suffering in it and it is like it's only in the hope we have in christ where the suffering has ultimate meaning and is in at the same time ended yeah so two two things I thought of while you were saying that uh, I think um, one is that yeah we're we're not just here as motivational speakers but and we and we are broken spiritually we are separate you know because of the fall but that's why we talk about living a phys- a healthy life physically and spiritually is this isn't about hey if you can eat all the right food and do all the right workouts you've got it we we need that spiritual component we are a body soul composite mm-hmm. and because of that spiritual brokenness that's why we need to have the same type of discipline in our spiritual lives we need to have daily prayer we need to have time with god we need to have we need to be investing in that because he's already he's waiting there for us to come mm-hmm. we just need to show up he's invested he needs us to just meet him there and that that leads me into the other the other thing that I was thinking about as you were talking is that uh, there the, his burden you mentioned you know his his yoke is still a burden, mm-hmm. but I think 
and I'm speaking for myself and others that I've talked to, I'm pretty sure you're there with me, but when you're living this intentional discipline lifestyle, yes, it can be hard. It is a burden because you have to get up at a certain time. You have to be in bed at a certain time. You have to eat certain foods. You can't just go out and do whatever everyone else is doing for a meal or whatever. You have to set aside that time in the morning to pray when maybe you'd rather still be sleeping or set aside that time in the middle of the day to pray because that's when you have the time or at the end of the day, you have to turn the TV off a little bit earlier or leave your friend's place a little bit earlier so you can get home in time to make sure you get your prayer time in before you turn the lights out. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing these things, whether it's physically or spiritually, there's a peace in that. Even though it, it is not easy, um, believe me, there are many mornings my alarm goes off that I, there, there have been mornings where I've done it, where I just, I turn it off or I snooze because I don't, I'm not living the disciplined life that morning that I should. But there is something to that prayer life. There is something to that disciplined physical training and healthy eating that you just feel a peace you feel better um i love food and mostly food that is not good for me sure i mean if i had my choice i would live purely off of pizza spaghetti burgers i mean you know you name something that's full of calories and is going to weigh you down i'm i'm pretty much on it sure chocolate cake Let's live off of chocolate cake. But mm. <clears throat> when you cut, you know, I've been doing this uh, eat fast feast thing. This is the last week now that I'm going into it. And yeah. I feel so much better. Cutting carbs out of my diet was one of the last things I would ever want to do. I'm, I mean, you, you look back even three, four years ago, my entire diet subsisted of protein, carbs, and dairy. And now the only one that's still left is protein. <laughs> I barely eat any dairy and I barely eat carbs except on feast days. Mm-hmm. And even then I have to watch how much I eat because now my body in just a matter of weeks has grown so accustomed to not getting them that I feel miserable if I put too much in. Indeed. So it's not an easy thing to do it's not a fun thing per se to do but you feel so much better you have a general peace we were just talking about this with my wife we were talking about how our prayer life and the discipline there has changed we used to have prayer every day together and it's kind of started to falter a little bit as my work schedule has started to pick up a little bit more and I've had a little less flexibility in that we used to go for daily prayer walks right before lunch and I just haven't had the same flexibility to do that necessarily recently and so we've missed some and we're trying to figure out, okay, we got to get this back because we've noticed a difference in our life, not having that prayer time together every day in the middle of the day. Um, you know, so we need to, and it, so do we, we, do we tack it onto the end of the day? Do we both get together and pray in the morning? How, what are we, how are we going to make this a reality to make sure that that prayer is getting, we are, we are fitting that in and making that a key part of our day because we've noticed a difference now that it's not there. And I think you will notice that. And again, it's not always easy. It's because if it was easy, everybody would do it. But are we using our freedom to aimlessly float down a river in our canoe and going wherever the water may take us? 
or are we picking up a paddle and directing what aspects of life we can direct? Are we working at it? Paddling is hard. If you've ever paddled a canoe, especially against rapids or a raft against rapids or against a, a moving current, it's not easy. But you know what? It's definitely preferable to going over the waterfall. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. And now I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think it, I think you've, you've well articulated why it is good to live intentionally. To live intentionally. Um, any other final thoughts? Soapbox has been. I think I've exhausted no. it. I've dismounted my soapbox. So dismounted the soapbox. And with that, and with that, you can find us at prayerandpushups.com. Uh, it's not ready yet. Prayer and Pushups uh, on Facebook, Prayer and Pushups on Instagram and Twitter, and Prayer and Pushups Podcast at gmail.com. Just, I did it. I you made did it. it. <laughs> and since you did mention the website, I believe I have found someone to help build it because. Clearly, we are not any good at that. So that should hopefully be coming soon because it is there. It's just not public because we haven't been able to properly build it yet because we're not any good at that, nor do we have a lot of time to learn how. So it's I, I have found someone, I think, who is willing to, to help us out and get that up. And so hopefully that will be going live mm-hmm. um, before the year's over. I don't know. I mean, I mean, the rest of 2020 is four years from now, so. Right. <laughs> we should be able to get it done within four years. We should get the website up because that'd be like the one amazing, awesome thing that happened this year. In 2020? Yeah, 2020 would have something good to say. We'd have something that, good to say about 2020. Oh, my Oh, wait, our podcast started in 2020. We already have something good to say about 2020. It's our fault. It's our fault. Oh, no. Man. It's all fault. This is the darkest timeline, and it's our fault. We're sorry, everybody. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, with that being said, we hope you enjoy this. We we are trying to keep these shorter and a little easier to digest. Uh, So we hope that you all enjoyed this. If you have comments, please let us know. Please get out there, like us, follow us on whatever podcast. uh, Why can't I think? Program you app you use? Yes whatever app you use for your podcast platform. That's what I was trying to think of. Whatever podcast platform you use, please like us, uh, rate us, give us a five-star rating. It just gets us out there more for other people to hear us. Um, And please give us feedback, comment on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, shoot us an email. We do check that. Uh, We'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, So with that, let's get out there. Let's live intentionally and properly utilize our freedom. God bless everybody. We'll see you next week.